Hey, what's up on Silver Revolt? BMAC is back on the phone and I got another great guest lined up to chat with. Everybody knows the old saying, when one door closes, another one opens. Well, that's the case for a lot of artists, particularly this iconic guitarist. He's been in a lot of bands over the years, most recently with the iconic industrial group Ministry. Deciding to close the chapter in that tale of his life, he is ready to unleash to the world his newest project, Siglos, with uh, his partner in crime, Pedro Sanchez from Trans Torno. If I said it correctly, we will get into that a little later. And they just released their first single, Por los Siglos, along with a video. And we're going to chat with this guitar genius and where this band's going to go in the future. So without further ado, please help me welcome the industrial, doom, black, metalcore guitarist of our time, Mr. Sin Quint uh, Kieran. How you doing? Wow, very good, man. Yeah, yeah I, I think I need to, I'm going to hire you to just kind of go with me everywhere and say that, like whenever I enter a room. You, you know, if the, if the money is good, I think I will take you up on that. Thank you. Man, you make me sound uh, like I know what I'm doing or something. Yeah. Well, hey, you do know what you're doing. I've seen you play. I know how good you are. Thank you. You're much too kind, man. I appreciate the kind words. Oh, no problem. Uh, first of all, did I get the last name correctly? It was a little hard to Kieran. Yeah, yeah. Pretty good. Kieran. Kieran. All right. Yeah. Kieran. Karen. Kieran. There we go. Kieran. There you go. Yeah, I do a little wordplay in my head so I can keep the name in there correctly. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah. Uh, so first of all, thank you very much for uh, taking the time to talk with on Silver Revolt. It's actually really cool to have you on here with us. It's my pleasure. Uh, thank you for having me on. Oh, no problem. Uh, I guess the first question is, like, do you remember like the moment in your life when you realized you wanted to pick up a guitar and play music as a career? I do. I was uh, six years old, and my older cousin brought over Kiss Alive. And uh, from the second I heard that, the first song, really, when the opening chords and deuce, um, I realized then uh, that this is what I wanted to do, that I wanted to play the guitar, that you know my, uh, my life uh, was going to be devoted to that. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, Kiss Alive. That's an album that everybody should own if they want to get into metal, if they want to get into rock and roll. I agree, man. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, one of the all-time, you know, best live albums, if you will. Um, but yeah, man, that was uh, this is uh, 1975. I was six years old when I when I heard that. Oh, jeez, 1975, man. I didn't yeah. I didn't hear the I didn't hear the albums until I was in high school. <laughs> And that was 2005. That was Jesus my, Christ. That was my junior, senior year. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm old now. I'm old, too. Believe me. Because <laughs> you, you got people out there who are like, who's Kiss? Exactly. And it's like, there, are people oh. out there, there are people out there that are like, what's 1975? <laughs> yeah, they're going to be like, what, was that the year Lizzo was born? Or was, exactly. Or was that the year that Cardi B's parents decided to <laughs> create her or something? Right. Cardi B.S. Oh, brother. <laughs> okay, well, uh, and you've been in a lot of iconic bands over the years, which uh, included, you know, Ministry, obviously. We'll get into those guys later. Uh, Revco, yep. American yep. Headshard, Society One, and Three-Headed yep. Snake. Um, yep. 
each band obviously was uh, a different sound for you. Um, when you when you were in these bands or created it, whatever the situation was, did you know exactly how your guitar was going to sound for each of the bands you were going to be in? Um, I kind of did, and I mean, it was definitely a, a conscious uh, effort and decision to try to adapt to the sound of whatever project I was in. You know, clearly, if if um, if you're playing guitar for a band like Ministry, I mean, there's a certain sound. Um, and, uh, you know, I did that accordingly to, to all the bands that I was that I was with. Um, another band that I was in, uh, Lords of Acid, I kind of brought more of the sort of heavy, you know, my sort of sound to Lords of Acid, because Lords of Acid really didn't have you know, much guitar in their songs, but I chose to kind of beef it up a little and add a little of the uh, um, industrial sound, so to speak, uh, to Lords of Acid. So um, for that band, I mean, I kind of, um, you know, in my opinion, I kind of like uh, set a certain sound and tone from when I was with them. Oh, okay. Yeah, you kind of know when you're going into a group, whether it's new or you're joining... You just yep. kind of get the sense of what they're going to go for, and you just exactly and you just get the riffs down like that. Correct. Yeah, what? yeah. You want to be. I mean, if you're joining, you know, uh, one of these legacy bands, you know, that have been around for a while. I mean, you want to keep uh, the riffs and the playing um, familiar, you know, and and you want the people to you want to give um, the audience, you know, the sound that they're uh, accustomed and used to hearing. You don't want to stray too far from that you know yeah absolutely so let's speaking of groups let's talk about your new project you got coming out which we already talked about uh, talked about in my intro siglos so yes, siglos. so what does siglos is obviously a spanish word uh yes. i haven't had a chance to look it up myself but what does it mean uh siglos translates into bring me tacos <laughs> Are you serious? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> that'd be funny. That'd be cool, though, if it was. <laughs> it would be. Um, no, Siglos uh, actually translates into the word centuries or forever. That's sort of the meaning behind the word Siglos. Oh, forever or centuries. Yeah. So the, the, the saying, there's a saying uh, in Spanish, called, which is por los siglos. Which means kind of like for it translates into like forever and ever, which is what the title which is what the title of the song is. Correct. Forever and Correct. ever. Yes. Uh, so, what made you uh, focus on that name, and what made you decide to create uh, this project? Well, um, the cr the creation of the the name of the band actually came from the lyrics of the song. And that is all uh, Mr. Pedro Sanchez. He's the one that um, did all the lyrics um, and all the vocals for that track. We didn't actually have a name for the project, you know, when we were writing that song. I, I had the, the music written already for, for a few months, you know, before I had uh, started working with Pedro. Pedro came in, did the lyrics, and... Um, you know, while I was listening to the lyrics and, and everything, just the, the word Seagulls kind of stuck out to me. And I said, wow, you know, that's that's kind of a um, it's a well-known Spanish word. Um, 
and it just felt uh, meaningful and powerful to me. And so that's kind of when I decided, well, you know, I'd like to name the project Seedless. And it just happened to be, of course, in the lyrics. But um, that's how that came about, you know, getting the, the name for the project. Oh, okay. So how did you hook up with uh, Pedro? Was he like an old buddy on the music circuit that you wanted to just do a project with? Yeah, we were um, both uh, at the taco truck getting um, waiting on for our carne asada tacos. Right? That's a joke. Oh, <laughs> I thought you, I, th- I was like, wait, wait a minute. This is, this is getting interesting. So I wanted to shut up. No, man, it's, um, we, my, my engineer slash, uh, producer, Alex Crescioni over at, at Stygian Sound, um, he was the one that introduced me to Pedro because he had recorded, uh, Pedro's, uh, other band, Transtorno. And so when I had the music written for this song, I told, uh, you know, I had expressed to Alex, hey, you know, I'm kind of, I'm kind of hearing like a, a black metal, you know, death, you know, extreme metal kind of vocal to this song. And uh, and he said, oh, you know, you should check out this guy, Pedro. I recorded him here, blah, blah, blah. And so he played me some of Pedro's stuff and I dug it. And I said, yeah, that's kind of that's the vocal sound I'm hearing. And so we reached out to Pedro. Pedro came down to the studio and, uh, you know, we just started working together. We hit it off. And, um, you know, we've been writing ever since. So that's kind of how the project started. Um, I had written over the past year and a half, two years, uh, just a bunch of new songs. And uh, I, I wasn't quite sure what I wanted to do with them. I didn't know if I wanted to, you know, uh, form a new project or do kind of like a solo album and just have a bunch of different singers. I just didn't know. But uh when Pedro and I got together, I was like, wow, you know, I'd really like to turn this into a new project. So that's kind of how the, the, the project came to be. That's awesome, man. So you got yeah. this, so you got this one song already out, Por Los Siglos. Yes. Um, very industrial, very doom. And it has like black metal elements and it may be a yeah. little, maybe a tiny bit of metalcore uh, riffs. If I'm you hearing. think so? I think so. I mean, I've listened yeah. to metalcore for the past fifteen years, so I kind of gotcha. recognize like the speedy riffs of it. Cool. Yeah. So, uh, are you guys uh, currently writing more songs for? Uh, oh yeah, hopefully, man. hopefully yeah. for an EP or an album. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So the 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 idea is to um, we're going to release another single here very soon um, and another video, and um, the idea is to have an EP eventually a full-length album um you know hopefully before the end of the year but um yeah we we're currently in the studio and uh we already have a, a handful of songs you know um waiting to be mixed and mastered and all that stuff but uh that's the goal is to have uh the next single up and out and then eventually an ep and then eventually the full length oh okay cool uh, now you said you got a bunch of uh, songs uh, ready to go to mix and master. Now, yep. without giving too much away, and if you can, can you like uh, give us a uh, give us a song that's going to be featured down the line? It doesn't have to necessarily be the next single. Well, there is a song that we already know what the next single is going to be, and I can actually give you the title. It's called oh, Morid. Oh. What's it called? Um, Morid. 
Morir. Uh, Morir, which is spelled M-O-R-I-R. Morir, okay. Yeah, which is uh, another Spanish word. As you know, I don't know if anyone knows this or not, but the the, the band will be entirely in Spanish, um, all the lyrics, um, and so I, which I think is another sort of cool aspect to it. But um, are you gonna are you gonna next. provide a tra- are you gonna provide like a little subtitle? Uh, uh, yeah, man. Monitor on the bottom have, so we can all uh, know yeah, what you're saying. Have, yeah, we're gonna have like a translator uh, and like maybe somebody throwing some gang signs or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'll definitely li- uh, liven up the crowd and uh, start right. some mosh pits. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. Uh, so that's the that's the title of the next uh, single that'll be out. You know, uh, in the very near future. Sweet! I can't wait to hear it. Yeah, it's super heavy, man. It's uh, it's definitely uh, more on the up uh, tempo um, side. Um, you know, Porto Silos is uh, kind of a slower, doomy kind of track. This next one is definitely like a uh, something that's going to get the pit going. Would you say that a lot of the songs have uh, different elements and not necessarily the same as the as Porto Silos? Like, are you planning to put out? M- an album or EP, whichever comes first, that's going to be like a variety pack. So it kind of has something for everybody and kind of keeps people guessing at what you guys are going to be going for. You know, in a way, yes. Um, I mean, this project ultimately it's, it's just, it's a very heavy project in every sense of that word. Um, you know, we can have a slow song sort of like portal sequence, how that starts out and be super heavy, or we can have a very fast, you know, um, blast beat kind of song, which will also be heavy. But, um, in that sense, yeah, I mean, we're going to have slow, fast, mid, you know, uh, all of that kind of stuff. But I think it's all going to sound like us, like singles, because I'm bringing, you know, it's, I mean, it's my writing. It's my, uh, the music that I've been writing for years and years. Um, I'm trying to sort of keep it cohesive in that sense. Okay. Uh, who's like uh, handling like the bass and the drums on the, for you uh, I did uh, all the guitars. I did all the bass, uh, the keyboards, uh, the electronics, the drum program. So the way it works is, is I usually demo uh, these songs at home when I'm writing them, and then I'll take them over to Alex, and we'll retrack everything, and then Alex will also re-sort of do the drum programming, you know, to make them sound really good, and um, and that's basically it. And then he helps me with the electronics and keyboards and stuff as well. Huh. But it's music is just really handled by me, and then Pedro does all the vocals and lyrics. Ah, uh, it's kind of like how Caleb of uh, Beartooth did what, did it with uh, the first Beartooth album. He did oh, really? all, he did everything. Then he went oh, back wow. and made remixed it and uh, polished it up. And nice, yeah. That's kind of I mean that's the you know what I do is is like I said in, in my little home studio. Um, I just kind of get the song. Uh, as ready as I can get it. Um, and then once I get over to, uh, with Alex, um, he kind of just polishes everything up for me. He's a studio whiz. So. Well, it's always important to have that studio whiz help you produce Absolutely. the album. Totally, man. Yeah. So are you guys uh, planning to hit out, the, hit out the road, like locally or nationally, for some dates soon? Well, I mean, I would love to take this out uh, live, what we have been uh, talking with people about is actually possibly some festivals in Europe. 
Um, well, we're not good enough for you? Not yet. Ah, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, wow. I mean, I'd love to do, I'd love to do some, some stuff here in the States, but that's just where uh, the interest that we've been getting so far has been you Wait, know, from Europe. Well, you got to do some stuff in the States. I mean, come on, Parkway Drive just canceled their tour here. Yeah, I, mean, I know. We need something to help build the void. I know, man. So I'm, you know, I, I would love to do, um, you know, some of the festivals here. It just really depends on on who's interested and and you know who would want us and who wants us. So, but right now, that's uh, who you know um, we're in talks with or, or some agents uh, and some promoters out in Europe. But um, hopefully, I mean, you know, it'll happen in the states as well. All right. Well, uh, some exciting stuff will definitely be coming when it touring yeah. wise. So we'll look forward to that. Yeah. Uh, switching gears really quick, uh, you did a 15-year stint with yep. ministry. Uh, yep. From your experience with the guys um, and being in that group, what would you say was your your proudest moment of being in that group? Whether it be an um, out, whether it be recording music or performing at a certain venue, can you think of anything? Yeah, I mean, a few things stick, stick out in my mind. I mean, first and foremost, I mean, the very first time... Uh, uh, you know, I released a, an album or a song um, that I had co-written with Al. Uh, that was a huge thing for me, and that that was um, uh, when we released the last sucker. Um, I ended up like co-writing half of that record with him, and that was a huge thing for me, man. Like just um, you know, seeing picking up going buying the CD back then. At uh, I think it was I don't know where I went to Virgin mega store or something like that and just picking up and holding the cd just opening it up and just looking at the song titles and just seeing you know my name there and the, and the writing credits with him was just a huge huge thing for me and i mean just so many things i mean you know being uh, nominated for two grammys which i mean wasn't a, a big dream of mine but when it happens i mean it's pretty cool um and uh, just all the amazing shows and tours that I got to do with them. And finally ending it uh, for me was, uh, you know, the, the last thing I did with them was the 2019 Slayer tour um, where it was uh, Phil Anselmo, Ministry, Primus and Slayer. And that was November of 2019. We did a whole month of just arenas and uh, got to play Madison Square Garden, which we sold out. And for me, the highlight of that, and which actually was a huge dream come true, was uh, ending that tour with two sold-out nights here at the Forum in, in Los Angeles. Yeah, I wanted to go to that one, but I, since me and my uh, photographer already covered Slayer at the yeah. Irvine show like a year uh, earlier, they're yeah. like, oh, we got to give everybody a chance. I'm like, well, I get it, but I still wanted it. Oh, yeah. No, it was great. And that was a, I mean, that was a huge, huge thing for me because I'd seen so many bands there at the forum when I was a kid. And, um, you know, to finally uh, play that venue um, and, you know, not only play it one night, but two nights and having both nights sold out. I mean, to me, I was like, uh, you know, it doesn't get much better or bigger than this. And, uh, you know, when I made the decision to leave last year, I was just like, man, why not just go out? you know, on that note. Yeah, I mean, if you feel like you can't top that moment and you don't want to... Yeah, I really you know, think... I, it's better I really to... like I couldn't... The, the saying goes, it's better to burn out or fade away. I don't know if that saying is 100% true. I think it's <laughs> all about go out on a high note. 
exactly. And whatever that might be for, you know, for you. Um, to me, I was like, shit, you know, that, I mean, I just 15 years, of, you know, been on all these albums and, and just got to do all the amazing things that I got to do with, with that band. And um, I just thought it was time. And I just felt like, man, why not go out with those being my last shows, you know? Yeah. And uh, I actually got, was fortunate enough to see you play with those guys uh, in 2018. It was around Christmas time. You guys uh, toured with um, that one, uh, Alien Weaponry. Yes. And uh, that, that French DJ shit, whatever his name is. I forget his name. Oh, uh, Carpenter Brute? Yeah, Carpenter Brute. That's right. Yeah. That, guy yeah, was, yeah. that guy's music was kind of weird for me, but, you know. But still, <laughs> you, What show did you go to? Uh, the one at the Fonda Theater. At the, oh, yes. I remember. Yeah, it was my first time uh, going to a show at that venue, let alone actually shooting it. And uh, it's actually not a bad venue for some good rock and roll music. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and I thought you guys, like, I thought ministry was actually pretty cool. I mean, granted, I'm not a fan of Al's politics because we think differently. <laughs> but I'm like, I got, but I said to myself, remember, to each his own. He wants to be, <laughs> you want to talk about that? That's fine. That's your right. Right, exactly. As long as you just respect the fact that I think differently. Sure, exactly. And, Wait, if, and, and, and I got to tell you, I agree with you on that. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, completely. I mean, he's a great singer and all. He's a great front man. Yeah, but his politics, he and I would, if I got in a room with him, boy, I would just yeah. have, a, have a word with him. <laughs> but I'm not going to get into that. I don't want to, I don't want to like alienate anybody. Right, right, exactly. No, I feel the same way, man. And I, I mean, and I got to tell you on that note, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that, you know, with this new project, I mean, we're not touching anything like that. We're just, you know, I don't know, man. I, you know, 15 years I thought was, was a good run for, for that. <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, it's nothing wrong with like, uh, talking about your beliefs in the music, let alone your political beliefs. It's lost it's in, in a good way, good taste. But if you feel like sure. if you're constantly bashing one side and not really giving them a chance to really speak yeah. for themselves, it's like, really, what's the point? Yeah. It's a turnoff. Right, right. No, I completely understand. But like I said, to each his own. Ministry right. will do what they need. To, will do what they do, and yeah. people are still going to go see him. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, okay, we got time for a couple more questions. Um, you were talking about you know the spans that you've seen at the forum. What would you say was your besides Slayer or uh-huh. opening up for them? What was your favorite show, either as a player or as a as an attendee, was your favorite concert? Ooh, uh, I mean, Jesus. Well, I mean, and this thing sort of ties into um, me playing at the forum, but in a, in a different way. So, in 1979, November 1979, uh, I saw Kiss at the forum. Oh wow! And yeah, that what, was what 10 year years was this? old. 1979. Oh, right before Ace and Peter were booted. Yeah, so it was still the original, you know, four. So I got to see that at the forum from the last row. Um, And then literally 40 years later to the month, we played the forum. (laughs) So, you know, that Kiss show always sticks out to me. 
mean, it's just so many shows, man. But that that sticks out to me, and you know, I think it's it's meaningful in that sense that you know, it's just crazy that forty years later, same month, November, um, two thousand nineteen. Now, you know, I'm on stage at the forum. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I'd say the show that stuck out to me the most. I've seen a bunch of shows at the forum, and I love that venue. Yeah. I'd say for me. It's a tie between seeing Disturbed with uh, Three Days Grace, because uh-huh. Disturbed actually shared the article I wrote later on, so that was pretty. Nice. That was pretty damn cool. Nice. And the other one was, and the other one would probably be edging higher than Disturbed would probably be the Ozfest New Year's Eve show. Nice. Yeah, that was like then. That's like the last time Ozzy so far has played live. Wow. And you know that we counted down the clock to enter us into two- the forum, right? Yeah, it was at the forum. Yeah, was, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, with him, Jonathan Davis, Marilyn, Marilyn Manson, Bob yeah. Zombie, and so on and so on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, wow, that's cool. It was a good show. Oh, it was a very good show. Except we didn't get to shoot Marilyn Manson because he changed his mind on the photographers. Oh. So I was like, oh, f you, punk. <laughs> Oh, I said he did a good job. He did a good job performing. But I, I laid to him, laid into him that he was a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta be honest, Sin. I have to. Of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we got to have one more question. This is a good yep. one. You ready for this one? Sure. Say you're stranded on a desert island, uh-huh. and you own, and you, you have three albums with you to keep yourself. From going insane until you are rescued, let's say. Where, mm-hmm. What would be the three albums that would you, that you would have with you? Oh, man. Uh, Kiss Alive. Obviously. Um, Jesus. Maybe Born on the Bayou. Credence? Yep. Damn, that's old school. Nice. Yeah, dude. Dude, I'm, I'm old, dude. Um, hey, I'm 34 and I love Credence. Oh, dude, nice, dude. That's good to hear, man. Hey, I, I, re- um, I respected what they did back then. Yeah, dude, that album was so killer, dude. I don't know, man. I, I mean, I was a little kid. I, you know, I was. Uh, that album came out the year I was born, actually. Yeah, just, um, but my parents used to play that album when you know I was like a year old, and, and <laughs> um, that was like one of my first memories of, of like being just feeling something for music. Yeah. Um, and then Jesus, album three. Uh, maybe, um, Mezzanine, Massive Attack. Okay, alright, that's awesome. I mean, I'm trying to span it here, a little different stuff. Sure. Yeah. You want to hear mine? Sure. I would say, uh, for me, it would probably be, uh, Pearl Jam's 10. Okay. That album got me through a lot. Yeah. Uh, uh, this is always tough. Uh, Metallica's Ride Lightning. Nice. And I would say it's a two-way tie between Van Halen's Van Halen 2 and for mm-hmm. Unlawful Cranial Knowledge. Nice. Yeah, because Van, Van Halen was the band that got me into rock and roll. Oh, killer, dude. I was so sad when Eddie died. Of course. Uh, I, I still have the uh, the original vinyl to the first Van Halen album. Oh, no shit. Yeah. I, went, I remember I bought it at like 
back then there were there was a chain of, of music stores out here in Southern California called Music Plus. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, I remember going there and buying that record. Wow, back when yeah. buying records was actually cool. That was the thing, yeah, dude. I mean, this is I'm talking what seventy eight or something like that, I think. <laughs> Man, yeah, it's just too bad that the younger generation, they just want singles and something that they can dance to or uh, drop I acid know. to. It's so different, man. And it's just, I don't know, I, I'm, I feel lucky that, uh, you know, I got to I experience mean, that time. Yeah, well, unfortunately, you have to experience a song that was just out last year that was number one called WAP. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It was that Megan, Megan the Stallion and Cardi B out uh, rap song, and it's like it's pretty provocative. I mean, hey, yeah. we've heard provocative tunes before, but it's like this yeah. one that had no, this one had no soul in it. The music sucked. It's like what the hell is happening? Yeah, no, man, it's a shame. Yeah, I mean, hey, they the Grammys uh, excluded Joey Jordanson from the memoriam section. Yeah, I which know, was I heard about that, man. That was total bullshit. But that, I can't yeah. say I'm not surprised. Yeah, exactly. Nothing. That's nothing. You know, new or surprising from the Grammys. They're usually pretty. You know, pretty lame. Yeah, I mean, I love Dream Theater, and I'm glad they won a Grammy. But I don't know if they should have won for the Alien. I think if anything, it should have gone to either Mastodon for pushing the tides or Rob Zombie. Rob Zombie deserves yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're usually just off, you know. It's like they don't really know what's going on in this genre. They don't want to know what's going on. Yeah, I don't think they do. I don't think they have any real interest in it, to be honest with you. They just throw us. They just throw us metalheads a bone just to say, okay, yes, just take it and say thank you. Exactly, exactly. I mean, you know, surprised that Jeff Rotol didn't get it again. Oh, you think Jeff Rotol is going to give back that Grammy? No, he's not. <laughs> no, I said I'm surprised they didn't get it again. Oh, oh yeah, for that category? Yeah, I know. How the, how the hell did that happen? It's beyond yeah, me. Who knows, man? I mean, hey, that, that was the same year that Habitat of Destruction was put out, and it got nominated for shit. I know. I it's, know. It's one of the greatest debuts of all time. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I could talk about music with you all day long, because it sounds like you, you and I can definitely uh, have a good debate every now and then. But Absolutely. But unfortunately, we do... We are out of time, and I know you got some more interviews uh, coming up soon. So yeah, man. But Sin, thank you very much for talking with Unsilver Revolve. We definitely appreciate your time. No, thank you very much, man. I appreciate it. Um, you know, uh, always uh, uh, an honor, and uh, always uh, I always feel blessed to uh, talk to people that uh, are interested in what I'm doing, and uh, you know, it uh, really means a lot, and um, very much appreciated. Oh, no problem. Well, for those of you who are finally tuning in, this was Sin Kieran. Uh, how you say it? Kieran. Kieran, sorry. Karen, yeah, Kieran. all good. Sin Kieran, and be sure to check out his new project, Siglos, with Pedro, and make sure you get their new EP and album when it's finally finished and released. And be, until then, be sure to check out their new single and music video for the song, Porlos Siglos, and we cannot... Yeah, and the videos, uh, it's on, obviously it's on YouTube, and we do have a, uh, a Bandcamp uh, page where you can stream or purchase the track if you'd like. All right, excellent. You heard it from him. So, Sin, you take care of yourself. And by the way, do you does the name Jennifer Grana mean anything to you? 
yes, I do. I know Jennifer. Yeah, she's actually a friend of mine, and she, you know, once told me that you gave her daughter guitar lessons. I did. I used to give her. her I used to do guitar lessons years ago, and um, yeah, I used to give her daughter uh, guitar lessons. Oh, okay. Well, I bet. Well, why don't you give her a shout out in case she wants to listen to this? For sure. Yeah. Uh, much love. Hello to uh, Jennifer and to Tara, her daughter. Yeah, I haven't seen Jennifer though in a couple of years. Last time we saw each other was at Nam Show in 2020, right before the pandemic hit. So I miss her. Oh well, yeah, no, it's been a while for me as well. Well, trust me, things are picking up again, and I am done with COVID. I'm done. <laughs> you and me both, man. Yeah. All right. Well, Sid, thank you very much for your time. Good luck with the rest of the album, and we look forward to seeing you play live once again. Thank you, man. Appreciate it, and uh, hope to talk soon. No problem. Have a good one. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.